You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hey guys, we are back and we've got Alyssa on again. And this time we are going to be talking all about our experience with the goddess retreat that we went on in Tulum and how we learned to embody our divine feminine energy, which if you don't know what that is, we're going to talk about that before we dive in. Um, And if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to, then you can go back to the previous episode where Alyssa and I talked about our peyote experience and how we met and how that was a truly transformational experience, what we learned from it, and yeah, how that shaped our overall time in Tulum. So hi, Alyssa. Thanks again for doing this with me. Yes. I was so excited to talk about this. This is like literally my favorite topic, talking about the divine feminine. So yes. Awesome. So glad to have you here. And yeah, before we dive into it, do you want to tell the audience a bit about what that actually means for those of us who don't know? Yeah. So the divine feminine is kind of like your highest feminine self. So we have like the toxic feminine energy that we are raised in, which is kind of like more girl against girl energy and like our roles as women um, of being like programmed into these like old ideals that like our bodies are our worth or how we show up for other people is our worth or people pleasing Mm. is our worth or just all of these toxic things that are not the divine feminine and the divine feminine is really the essence of the feminine power the creative power that like comes from our wombs our highest embodiment our highest selves like fully just embodying all the full spectrum of emotions the full spectrum of realness that us as women have like been suppressed down away from for like hundreds and hundreds of years and fully like allowing ourselves to fully express and embody everything that's what the divine feminine is to me at Mm. least like fully tapping into that like creative power that comes from within that divine power that comes from within and allowing ourselves to express and play and dance and sing and just fully be whatever we want to be without any of those old judgments or narratives Oh, I love that description. That is so powerful. And I completely agree with you on that. And I think, you know, that retreat that we went on was the first time I actually fully felt myself stepping into that and almost shedding away those old ideas, those old stories, those judgments that we have on ourselves. And yeah, I also believe that it's something that women have been, you know, 
taken, like this is something that has been taken from us for more than like thousands of years as well, in a sense that like our ancestors who came before us used to as well, like, you know, if they practice like witchcraft or stepping into that like divine feminine, they would often be like killed for that, for being themselves. Like, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, they were not allowed to express it. And and that's still in our DNA because the DNA is transferred from our ancestors into our bodies. And so by like with that being said, it's like we feel the pain of our ancestors. That's why it's like so powerful to do this work and to really like rewrite those narratives because we were not allowed to fully be like we and it's and it's painful and that's why like it's hard to be on this journey of like fully stepping into our worth because it's scary because we were like killed for this in the past we were not allowed to express these things we weren't allowed to share and now it's like our lifetime that where we really can share and really can embody and it's just so powerful Mm, I totally agree with you there. And it's kind of interesting to with what we were talking about the last episode of like speaking our truth, stepping into our higher selves, right? That's the feminine energy that we are learning to harness within that power within to really be ourselves, use our voice because yeah, our ancestors who, our ancestors who came before us, they didn't necessarily have the ability to do that or that was taken from them. Yeah, it's that's why it's like really our lifetime to break those generational curses mm. and like be the voice for our ancestors that they didn't have. Definitely. And I feel like that's what we were doing by sitting in these ceremonies. And I think another reason you and I had so many like synchronicities and a similar reason for sitting in peyote in the first place was because we were really coming there to do this healing work to step into our higher self and and let go of like, you know, any of those limiting beliefs or old stories that were holding us back. Definitely. I feel like, yeah, that's like the energy of Tulum and then the goddess retreat that you invited me to. Um, And I was so excited when you invited me to that because I was on my Venus line. And so like Mm. my whole whole purpose of being in Tulum was doing that divine feminine work. So you were like, that was like another synchronicity too because you were like, do you want to go to this goddess retreat? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. Like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. I totally did invite you to that. I was like, yeah, Alyssa's going to love this. This has her name written all over it. Oh my God. I was so excited. I was like, yes. And I ended up doing another goddess retreat too. Like, I just feel like the energy for doing this work and Tulum and the women that are there, like sharing this magic is just like so potent. And like that day was so powerful. Like before, so powerful. Before that day, like I had felt into like kind of into my womb, but I didn't really fully fully feel into it and during that time when we were doing the womb work I was just like literally I had like a womb awakening and I was just like exploding like oh my god like this is all a lie like it's just so wild when you like realize that what you thought before is no longer in alignment or the narrative at all it's so interesting Mm, so true yeah uh, I think we both felt that power of the the womb work that was like the cord cutting around the fire that was led by one of the women who you know was pretty much like helping us step into you know that inner witch within us as she did mention 
Yeah, that was insane. So she was like, literally, we were all like, just imagine like, I think there was like 12 of us there, 11 girls. 11, yeah. Plus some of the other people that were there. So just a big group of girls and we were all around this fire and we were all like fully chanting and screaming and like letting go and releasing all of the pain that we had within us and she would go around with her drum and she would like bang it in our faces and be Mm. like what do you need to release and then we would say it and then she'd be like no like feel it in your body and then we would be like okay but where is it felt in our body and for some people it'd be felt in different body parts and I remember one girl being like oh I'm like afraid to express myself and she's like okay where's that fear coming from like feel it in a specific body part and Mm. then she'd be like go deeper deeper almost like a hypnosis and it would be like she'd be banging this drum around the fire like deeper 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 where do you feel it and the girl would be like in my stomach I feel it in my stomach and she'd be like why do you feel that like it's time to release it like where's that fear coming from it's time to release it and then she'd be like say you are safe you are safe and I remember too she was she uses a lot. She used a lot of shaman Durek's um, techniques, and shaman Durek is like another spiritual coach. And he always says to not say the "I am" statements because when you say the "I am" statements, it's like just speaking out loud, and you really want to say "you are" because it's your higher self talking down to your body. And so she'd be like, "You are safe. You are safe. You are safe." you are safe to express. And so that was the type of energy that she was moving through this circle. And it was like a full witch awakening. And you and I were just like, like crying. Like literally, I remember we both were like crying and we were like, we're free. We're free. Yeah. Oh my God. I literally felt like tears starting to run down my face as I was like doing these chants and expressing myself. And I think we were yelling and screaming and just like, you know, almost like when you let out like a big sigh when you, if you do like yoga or breathwork or meditation and, you know, they teach you to like really like inhale and then exhale and like sigh. But we were doing that like way more intensely. Like that was the first time I ever allowed sounds like that come out of my mouth. Yeah, no, same. She would be like, I want you to scream as loud as you can into the fire and let the fire take all of your anger and all of the pain you've been storing in your body from this generational trauma. We were like, ah. Yeah, oh my God. It was such a powerful day. Honestly, that was like, that day was like so transformational for me. It was really transformational. Yeah, Yeah, like I was exhausted after that day because I think we, I think there were about like six, eight or 10 different workshop leaders who were all doing different things. And every single workshop, I like learned something new, whether it was like the cord cutting and tapping into your inner witch, which I think was like a huge, that was like one of the most powerful ones, the one we just talked about, but then like the womb healing and all of the other things we learned. Like, I think I went, I left that day like exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I actually like remember kind of I remember during one of the parts, one of our other friends at the at the retreat, she asked if she could take notes. And one of the girls is like, no, you don't need to take notes. Like your mind can remember this if you like allow yourself to remember this. And I remember after like being like, damn, I really wish I could have taken notes because there's no way my mind can possibly remember all of this. I know, right? It was a lot of information. I feel like the things that stood out, I definitely remembered, but I almost wish, yeah, I could go back and write some of the some of the stuff down. Um, what were the other 
big takeaways from what you can remember of what you learned that day? Um, I just really remember, well, the, the two main like, um, workshops that really connected for me was that was like the witch circle with Kiki. Cause she's, mm. she's just fucking amazing. I, I literally am obsessed with her. Yeah. Um, and then with Damiano and she was doing the womb healing. And I feel like that one was like really, really powerful where we were all sitting and like doing breath work and breathing into our womb and feeling how that's kind of like they say the gut is the second brain, but it's like our womb is our creative portal that is our channel for like the divine. Like we are we are gods because we are creating things through our womb and that's where like creativity flows and that's where our creative energy is stored. And so like that's where you really have to listen to when you're when you're creating things or when you're channeling or doing anything. Like you have to listen to what your womb is telling you. And I think I had been ignoring my womb for a very long time because especially as women too, like we hold a lot of trauma there with our, with our menstrual cycle and everything. Like we're taught to kind of have shame around our bodies and around our bleed and everything. And so like, it's hard to honor that and to really like fully love yourself through that and like connect to your body in a deeper way and like realize that this is your power. Like your menstrual cycle is actually your power. Like it's a powerful like time for you to really just rest and like honor yourself as a creator. It's nothing to be shamed and like just doing all of those, again, clearing ancestral trauma that we've had Mm -hmm. in our society for feeling shame for our bodies and shame for our feminine creative energy. It's like just kind of undoing all of that and that was definitely like the most powerful part for me where I was just like – and then after I remember the next day, I was like riding my bike around Tulum and I was like fully still in that energy from the retreat and I was looking at all these like old old men I was driving by, like old 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 guys because I was mm-hmm. like – like people I wouldn't talk to even necessarily and I was just like looking at them as if they were so beautiful because I was just thinking like – how they came from a womb and how beautiful it was <laughs> that they were like that creative energy. And I was like getting so emotional. Every stranger I drove past, I was like, you came from a womb and that's just so beautiful. Oh my God. I love that. It's so amazing how like, you know, it gets you to kind of see things from a different perspective, doing those sorts of workshops, learning those new things. And I think what you say about the the womb workshop, I totally agree with you. Like the, yeah, the, the witch circle and the womb stuff were the two most powerful things for me. And I think, again, we're so in alignment with what we're, we've been going through in Tulum and tapping into that divine feminine, like stepping into our higher self, learning to release any guilt and shame. Um, I think that that's the biggest thing for, for us as women to do that kind of work. It's so important. Yeah. And I remember too, like, like I think like a week before when we got vegan tacos that day, I like fully saw you in like a different energy where you were like so like you had transformed so much from when I met you at Peyote where you're like fully in your power and like fully this like goddess energy, like no shame. And it's just like it's so beautiful to like witness your transformation in Sloom um, from like the beginning until like you being like, no, I'm doing this and this and like – 
just fully owning everything. It's just so powerful and amazing. Oh, thanks, Alyssa. Yeah, I felt the same for you. Like when we met for tacos, I was like, you are totally stepping into that new woman as well. And it's like so beautiful that we both got to meet and go on this transformational journey together and have all of these experiences. Like I, I'm honestly so grateful to have you as a friend. You too. I hope we get to see each other again soon. I feel like I'll be back in Tulum very soon. I just don't think I'll stay away for too long. Oh, definitely. I know we will definitely get to see each other. Like we are not finished doing our healing ceremonies and, you know, not even just healing ceremonies, but also just like enjoying life and and the beauty of Mexico and going on adventures and stepping into you know, this new version of of ourselves that's, you know, I feel like I've truly done a lot of healing work and I know you have too. And now we get to like enjoy that part of ourselves as well. Yeah. And what I've realized lately too, is it's like, like you said, like adventures and it's like, we do this work, not so we can ascend into like a higher power and skip out on like earth. We do it so we can bring our highest selves back to earth and just have the best time in this lifetime and do all of the things that people and society tells us we can't and just show up in in our highest light for for everybody to see on earth like that's what I've realized lately I'm just like I am here to have a good time I'm here to embody joy and to bring this cosmic wisdom down to earth and share it not to escape my reality Definitely. I think that's so, so important. Like earth is a playground that like all souls come to, right? It's like, I think I was, I don't know if it was us talking about it, but I was speaking about it with someone else on how like, you know, everyone wants to be on earth, like all the souls, like they fight to come here. And then we're here like doing this work, healing ourselves. Um, You know, life is almost like a test and all of these like journeys we go through, but we also have to have fun and play and enjoy this life that we're living. Um, You know, learn from our lessons and mistakes and grow and evolve, which is like what we've essentially done. I feel like in the two months in Tulum, like I feel like I've grown like 20 years of wisdom. Same. I feel like I just like used to my whole life like struggle with like being assertive and always being a people pleaser Mm. and always and always like being afraid to like make other people uncomfortable because like I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. And now I'm just like, no, I'm gonna trigger all of all of the people because I am gonna be fully me and live fully how I want to. And that's exactly what we came here to do like it's our birthright we came here to be humans we came here to experience joy to have fun to experience all of it definitely and I think shining that light for others to inspire others to you know help others heal as well like that's my purpose with this podcast is like to really help people open themselves up to this kind of work and to you know not necessarily that everyone has to come to Tulum everyone has to do plant medicine everyone has to sit in goddess ceremonies but doing these kind of things do open up your eyes and do allow you to get around like-minded people like you know that's how we met and how we realized we have so much in common And, you know, to start doing this kind of work so that way we can actually start enjoying our life and attracting the right people into our life. Yes, exactly. It's like being open to whatever experiences will serve you. Like you obviously don't have to go to any retreats, like have anything to be spiritual or to be connected. But it does 
help to meet like-minded people and find mm. your like soul tribe and your community to open yourself up to experiences because I think like especially like in the western world sometimes it's hard to find like-minded people because there's just so much of the other world going on like the mm. the old narrative is happening a lot in the western world so actually by going and following your soul where it's guiding you to go that in like how you're going to meet those like-minded people whether it's in your hometown um a city in your country or another country like by following your soul, you'll be able to have those experiences that will match you with the other people you're supposed to meet in this lifetime. Definitely. I think that's so beautiful. And another reason why everyone should do a reading with you to see where their soul is meant to journey. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Love that. And the other thing that just came to my head that I totally realized we forgot to touch on in the peyote episode, which I kind of want to go back to for a second, is because it's in relation to what we're talking about, about releasing the old narrative, like the judgments we had on ourselves. And especially you said the people pleasing behaviors and, you know, old ways. Um, you remember how we had to do the knot tying at peyote? Oh gosh, yes. How did we forget to talk about this? Because I touched on it ah. a few episodes back briefly, but I wanted to dive into that quickly and, you know, share because we almost said like how we were this old version of ourselves before. And then we came and did the goddess retreat. I think it was a week after peyote, right? Or maybe a couple weeks after where we obviously had the time to do the integration of our learnings. For me, it was a lot about self-love, stepping into my new self. And for you, very similar, you know, ditching those old narratives. So I'd love to, yeah, touch on a little bit about that, like the knot tying and how you were in that moment and how that helped you transform and evolve into this new version of yourself. Yeah. So during peyote, this, the knot tying dude, that was, that was like so powerful, honestly. So powerful. So you basically during peyote and I guess in a traditional ceremony with the Wixarika, I don't want to pronounce that wrong with the shamans. um, I guess it's a list that they write down and you have to tell them every, every partner that you've been with. And, Mm. And I don't even think it necessarily has to be like, a sexual partner. It can just be somebody that is like a soul contract, basically, like a cord cutting kind of thing where those mm-hmm. people are no longer serving you. So basically during peyote, you have to tie a knot into your red string for every partner that you've been with and then really release them with the intention. With each knot, you're releasing all of your past partners and then you burn that string in the fire before you get served the medicine. And that's so those old people won't be attached to your energy and it'll just be your clear energy with no attachments that's receiving the medicine. And so it's like, I truly, I think you and I both were like struggling when we were tying the knots. We were just like, oh, this is annoying. Like, I can't even remember some of these people. Like it's been, it's been so long. Like I forgot about this, but it is true. Like that these old people are attached to your energy and Mm -hmm. you can't let their narratives control you. So by doing this cord cutting like rope tying ritual and burning it in the fire, it was like literally so transformational because then we were just like, I think after that you and I were both like fully able to just focus on us because Mm -hmm. as women too, we are programmed to 
want to help others, want to serve others, want to take care of others. And we need to let that go for a minute and realize how are we going to take care of us and what's coming through for us. And so by doing the releasing, we were able to fully just focus on us instead Mm. of all of the old past cords that were cut. Definitely. And I think as well, you and I were very similar in terms of like having that shame around our sexual experiences and, you know, partners that we had. And, you know, we were also, I've mentioned in the other episode that I felt like I was there for ages. And like, I think you and I both like, you know, also had that in common. We were just like, oh my God, I couldn't remember the names. I had to like write them down. And then at first you kind of almost feel like ashamed about it. And then when you release it, you're like, okay, like it is what it is. This is a part of my past and now I can move forward. Yeah. And they would also say, cause you and I were both like, oh my God, well, we had like our younger years where we were like definitely more wild and we're like, <laughs> not remembering all of these partners that we had been with. And they yeah. said it, they made us too. Like if you didn't remember someone, you had to tie two knots. And so you and I were just like, how many knots do we have to tie? Like I'm right. <laughs> And we were like, and I remember like, I felt like I was like, oh my God, I hope people don't see how many knots I have. Like, same. (laughs) I think the one guy next to me, he was like, yeah, you were there for a while, but he was like laughing about it. It's not, it wasn't judgy. It was just like, that's okay. Like, that's part of your process. And, you know, but as women, we're like taught to feel so ashamed of that. And I don't know about you, but like, I've, had partners in the past who were jealous or who'd made me feel like I was a slut if I like slept around with other guys and you know all of that kind of stuff and I think that having that and that transformation and to be able to step into this new version of ourselves and then go to this goddess retreat after and do like more of these workshops and work to really channel this divine feminine energy within us like wow I literally was just like I'm a new woman. I'm completely reborn. And I know you were feeling the same. Yeah, I, I think we did do them like the, the week after. So we did like the retreat the week after peyote, mm. which was honestly incredible because it was like we released during peyote and then the goddess retreat was just like, okay, bitches, like it's time to step into your power. Like it's yeah. time to embrace it. Like it's time to do this. And so it was just so transformational, truly. Yeah, it was. And like, I honestly urge every woman to, you know, do something like this, whether even if it's like you don't have the ability right now to travel to Tulum um, and to do these kind of retreats, like, you know, you can even start doing little rituals like this on your own, right? Without the plant medicine, without, you know, this environment that we have, like you have the power to do it yourself. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, you can definitely do a lot of like releasing yourself and even just I know so many amazing women that hold like online different online platforms for connection that hold these type of circles um Mm. for women online so it's like maybe you can't travel but you could find something with somebody that you resonate with their energy that maybe holds a woman's circle or a moon circle or even just being in nature like the natural elements work to take our energy away from us. So just like I always do water rituals, like where I just fully like write down everything or just think of everything I want to release and then just go into any body of water and just let the water or the earth take away what I'm feeling and cleanse Mm -hmm. me. So you could do that if you can't go anywhere. 
wow. or you could do your own rope tying ritual. Like yeah. Your energy is powerful. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, ladies. Okay, write this down. I actually haven't done the water thing. I love that. I'm going to try that today when I go in the ocean. Yeah, before I do that I, all the time. Okay, before I go for a surf, like, or even like, you know, before you go for a bath, like I don't have the luxury of having a bath now in Mexico. There's not really many places with bathtubs here. <laughs> but, um, you know, going in the ocean or going into a bathtub or whatever, I love that to release those energies. Um, and as well as doing like, yeah, the fire rituals, I often do like burning. So I'll write like I did the other day, I wrote my old story and I burnt it. And then nice. I wrote I wrote my new story, you know, and I also teach similar things to my clients as well, doing this kind of work inside the mastermind that um, I've created is like, you have to be in touch and connection with yourself to really step into this new version of yourself, whether it's like, you know, you want to create a new lifestyle for yourself or whatever it is, release something that's holding you back. Like these rituals can really serve as powerful tools. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. Like, I love that you burned your old story. I think that's mm -hmm. literally incredible. Um, yeah, like the elements support us, like the earth supports us. We are from the earth. We are here to, support the earth and also give back. And so just let that energy guide you. Let that energy heal you and support you and nourish you. And yeah, there's so many different rituals you can do, whatever feels good to you. It doesn't even have to be a ritual that you hear of somebody else doing. Like it could be something that just feels good for you in the moment. Like anything could be a ritual. It's the intention that makes it a ritual. Yes, the intention behind it. Like, what do you want to let go of, release, or bring forth? Yes, exactly. Oh, so much goodness. So much good stuff. Yeah, I'm loving this conversation. But yeah, do we have anything else we want to touch on about the goddess retreat? Um, you know, anything else that you had a takeaway from and what you integrated from that day? Just the power. So I did another goddess retreat after, and I mm. think just the power of women together doing this work and holding space for each other is so powerful and so much of what we need in society more of. Because I think the old, I realized too, like the old narrative of like females have always been kind of pitted against each other. Like we haven't mm. fully lived in supportive community in like a really long time. And like, I guess the way that women used to live would be we would like have our babies together and raise our children together in community. And so like having that space with like fully women doing the same work, like supporting each other is so, so healing and so powerful because you can't do this alone. Like you can, but having other people there to hold space for you and support you through your journey that see you for your fullest expression without any judgment is so healing. So just having that tribe and that community is so important. Mm, I totally agree with you. And I think that, yeah, more women, like if you're a woman listening right now and you're feeling like you don't really have that support from other women or like even I know like, you know, just the way we were raised is like, to be in competition with other women. And if you still feel like that's kind of like 
where you're at or like the women around you aren't helping to lift you up. Like you have to also reevaluate, like who are you surrounding yourself with? Who do you want to surround yourself with? How can you seek out like-minded people that are going to help you grow and evolve and essentially like better yourself and those around you? That's, uh, yeah, that is like a huge point. Cause I think like as women, we're very empathic and we take on the energy of whoever we're around. So it's like, if you're not around like supportive women, like you can actually, it can actually like hinder your growth because then Mm -hmm. you're like, you'll be back in those old narratives. And I know for me, for like years, I didn't have my soul tribe. Like I only had more toxic relationships and it was challenging and I wanted to manifest my soul tribe so so badly and I wasn't and it was like a struggle for me because I was like wow no I don't have any friends that fully see me all my friends feel like they're stuck in an old paradigm where are these conscious soul spiritual women and I think it's just allowing yourself to be open to receiving like I think Mm -hmm. for me I wasn't manifesting my soul tribe because I wasn't fully showing up as myself I was afraid to be seen and then once I like released that and was like okay, I'm going to be fully authentically me and maybe I'm going to trigger all of my old friends. Maybe they won't resonate with anything I'm saying anymore. And you just have to go through that to really find the people that do fully resonate with you and do fully see you. A hundred percent. I've been feeling so hard into that, like, you know, especially with starting an online business and being more of myself and starting this podcast and talking about plant medicine and spirituality. I feel like I went for with like a full 360 like I was like in such like a state of really caring what other people thought of me almost like a year ago to now like not giving a fuck and being able to meet women like yourself who I consider to be one of my good friends and other women that I've met in Tulum and it just shows like the power of being open to receive and being your true authentic self stepping into that divine feminine like that's when the magic and the beauty starts to happen and you'll see that change and that transformation within you and the community that you have around you as well. It's so freeing too when we fully experience this. And you're right. It's like we are – we attract our reflections, the people that are reflections of us. And so if we're afraid of ourselves in any way or we're afraid of sharing any parts of ourselves, we won't we won't receive back authentic open people. We'll also receive people that are also afraid. And Mm. so, yeah, it's just about doing that work, allowing those boundaries and those walls to come down to fully allow yourself to receive the most magical, delicious, beautiful friendships and relationships. And yeah. Oh, I love everything about that. So, so true. And I really hope that our audience had a huge takeaway today. And I'm sure they learned a a lot from what you had to say. And again, I know I mentioned last episode, but if you guys would like to work with Alyssa, I'll link her details in the show notes. That way you guys can um, see how you can work with her and get your reading done to find out about your astrology and astrocartography. Am I saying that right? Yes, astrocartography. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yes. So thank you so much, Alyssa. It was amazing to do this episode with you. I've really enjoyed this conversation. And I know that you and I are going to get to connect sooner rather than later. 
Oh my gosh, I hope so. Yes. I feel like we'll see each other somewhere soon. Yes, we will. I know we will. Yes. Can't wait. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.